vegan hacks. Why do I look all red? Sorry for being fussy. Why do you look red? Don't I look red in the in the Zoom meeting? This is a voice only podcast. No one cares where only no I one... see you. Yeah, I just want to look my best for you. I can't even say it with a straight face. I want to look my best for Jason. It's like the opposite of the truth. I'm like sitting here in my like stained free perfect day baby blue shirt that has like uh, like ketchup stains on it. Sorry, I should really turn up for Jason. You're going to make me want to cry. So anyway, I'm Jason Cartalian and the, the man that's having some kind of issue right now, that's Mike Keller. And I'm having multiple issues. You've reached Vegan Hacks. Welcome to Vegan Hacks. Yes, you've intentionally found your way to us, and this is a great way to spend the next 20 minutes of your life. Hopefully, you're doing something else at the same time. A milestone has happened. What is it? I don't know if this is a big deal or just a sign of me just working hard or hardly working. Who knows? What's the milestone? The milestone is I have reached 5 million likes on TikTok. Ooh, that's a lot of validation. Do you feel super validated? I don't know. I mean, is your that's head a clouds? lot of people looking at A lot I mean, of people pressed a little button to validate your existence. You, hey, you're nobody till somebody likes you. <laughs> What's that? Can you so keep now singing? You're somebody. <laughs> You know, nobody till TikTok cares. And Mike Keller has gotten five likes on his personal site today. Yeah, all five of them were from my mom. You know what? It's not quantity. It's quality. Yeah, and my mom makes great likes. When they hit that like button for you, they hit it really hard. It means they truly like me. Did you see the big daring advertisement with Courtney Kardashian and mm -hmm. that other the other guy Travis, Travis Barker? Barker? Yeah, it was real it was real punk rock. Supposedly mm -hmm. Travis Barker is vegan and oh, cool. Courtney I guess isn't or sometimes she's vegan, I don't know. Hey, I'll take one of them. That's cool. That's cool. And I guess they did this kind of punk rock kind of thing where they did this lady in the tramp where they, they, they were eating the vegan chicken and by lady in the tramp, you mean they each put like half of it in their mouth and then just kept choking up on the chicken until they smooched. That was done. They were really doing this kind of Sid and Nancy wow. punk rock. I don't know the last weekend kind of thing champagne and vegan chicken together jugging nice. left and right in their lingerie or whatever they were both in their lingerie what was travis wearing he was wearing his lingerie wow <laughs> they were all Wait, wearing i saw lingerie. this but it's been a while can i see it again and refresh my memory it's okay i gotta see it you'll be forever changed we can't I've, i mean i've seen you. it once and i wasn't changed why do vegan companies keep on giving monies to socialites? Stop it. Just stop it. Give your money to people that are like really vegan or making a change. Well, one something. of them you say is really vegan, so he's legit. Yeah, and supposedly he put daring chicken on the menu at Monty's. Travis Barker did that. You know, 
you you're assuming they they fire hosed them with money. Maybe this was just like Travis Barker doing. We don't know how much they got paid. Maybe Travis Barker just did it out of like you know community service. Let's promote veganism. Is that possible? That's impossible. Knowing that family. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, knowing his wife's family, sure. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, if they were to do that, maybe they donate whatever they made to a cause, to the environmental maybe. cause, to et cetera. They just took the money. I mean, it was a very hedonistic message they were pushing anyway. Oh, like gluttony, consuming lots of vegan chicken? Yum, 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 yum. Like you open their refrigerator and it's all daring chicken. I mean, their wow. name is daring. I mean, but it's just. Yeah. But it's like pseudo daring. It's they're, they're like. They're like uh, cosplaying. Marketing daring. They were cosplaying Sid and Nancy. Have you had daring chicken? It's a good product. Yeah, of course. Look, I had never heard of it until you showed me that ad. So look, it just penetrated a new market, and that market is me. (laughs) Well, you're a big Travis Barker, Kourtney Kardashian fan too, right? Sure. Okay, do you know about Eleven Madison Park? No, is that an ad firm, ad agency? It should be. Okay, Eleven Madison Park is a restaurant, okay? And it's run by this man, what's his name? Uh, I think it's Daniel Hum. Eleven Madison Park, it's got three Michelin stars. Whoa. It's an upscale American tasting menu from Chef Daniel Hum. Three stars served in a high ceilinged Art Deco space. Well, according to Business Insider, and they interviewed, I guess, eleven workers there. Well, anyway, let me let me. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Eleven Madison Park, three Michelin star restaurant. They decided to go vegan. Oh, they weren't vegan from the start, and they went vegan. That's yes. interesting. That's a and new I, one. And uh, have you ever seen that happen? I don't know. I, I and again, it, the celebrity chef. Well, Go ahead, go ahead. You have something to say. I, I wanted to say that every time we, we debate, like, is it good that Burger King has an impossible burger, you know, all that stuff, you you know, the idea is, like, wouldn't it be great if it gradually transitioned to being vegan if more and more people bought it? And this has never actually happened that a restaurant wasn't vegan and then went vegan. This is kind of unique. And then you're about to tell me that they commit human rights violations and ruin everything because I, I know you and I know where you're going with this. But let before you tell me... About that. human rights issues, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, before you tell me that they like murder like babies, that's kind of cool that a restaurant that wasn't vegan transitioned. To there was vegan. a French restaurant that did that recently as well. So it, it's not it's not a precedent. It's happened before. Daniel Hem, Hum actually is not vegan, so he does eat meat. He did force his staff to eat vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, now now tell us the bad part. Okay, this is from this is a excerpt from Business Insider, and it's an article by Kate Taylor, an eleven Madison Park worker earning fifteen dollars an hour at a three hundred and thirty five dollar a person restaurant, said he was yelled at for scooping ice too loudly in the silent <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yelled at by whom? The head chef? I don't know. And they threw away loads of food despite the swanky restaurant's green reputation. Ooh, it wasn't beautiful enough to plate. New York restaurant 11 Madison Park went vegan last year, but that choice has led to chaos, insider <gasps> Kate 
Taylor reported Tuesday. Maybe a good kind of chaos. <laughs> a good kind of chaos. Yeah, I mean, it's... The chaos of too many great vegan options. It's like, oh, no, what will we choose? There's so many good things. I guess you could be under an oppressive regime, and it's a vegan regime, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea how they ran their business. All Like, all high-end kitchens are run like military operations, right? There's, like, a hierarchical structure and, like, a lot of, like, tension and bad vibes, right? Yes. This is, this is all I know from my my watching Ratatouille. <laughs> you have some good This is, this good is how I know about kitchens. That's a good reference <laughs> I, there. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. A former employee at acclaimed New York restaurant 11 Madison Park said he was once chastised for scooping ice too loudly in the establishment's notoriously quiet kitchen. And okay. the eatery had a massive food waste problem despite its outward efforts to be environmentally conscious. I, I agree. You know, the waste problem is a problem. Uh, you know, I, I think in general emotions run high in a kitchen and sometimes you get chastised. I mean, that's a st- of course that's a stupid reason to get chastised. Don't get me wrong. But like, wh- how is this a news story? Doesn't every high-end kitchen have people yelling at each other? Again, this is all from like reality TV and stuff. I just thought like that's normal. Yeah, yeah it sucks to work at a restaurant. <laughs> It does. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I think also, too, there's this element of vegan hate that's sort of coursing through these. Oh, they, Don't you everybody think? wants to be like, gotcha, you're a hypocrite. Ha ha, you think you're good. You're not a good person. See, you decided to go vegan and look what happened to you. I don't I have but no idea. Wait, wait. It, tell me there's more to this story than someone got yelled at and they waste food. I mean, wasting food is bad. But like, what else? What's the real crux of this story? He got yelled at for the ice. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. Uh, there's more. There's more. I okay. guess I guess there's another part of the article where someone was having health problems, and I guess they they were allowed oh, to no. bring their own food, but I guess that the they had these long fourteen hour shifts, and so they had to eat the food provided for them, which was vegan food, and supposedly somebody had health problems in regards oh. to that. Oh, because they needed meat to survive? I don't know. This is kind of anti-vegan propaganda. I mean, it's kind of yeah, funny in some ways. You know, the idea that, oh, they made, they shook the ice grabber too loud. Anyway, let me keep going with this. This is fun. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Business here. insider. <laughs> From May until November, Chandler Eve was the commis, 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 I think commis, commis chef or junior prep cook at the upscale eatery, which was once crowned the best restaurant in the world. <gasps> he recounted his exhausting tenure at the restaurant in, to insider Kate Taylor's in a story published Tuesday. It was definitely a huge toll on my mental illness, Eve said. It was definitely the most egotistical restaurant I've ever been in my life. Supposedly, they interviewed like 11 people, and a lot of them wanted to stay off the books because they didn't want reprisals. Off the record. And they wanted to stay, you know, working in fancy restaurants, I guess. World-renowned... You don't want to be a whistleblower and blow your chance. World-renowned chef and 11 Madison Park owner Daniel Hum announced last May that the New York restaurant would no longer serve meat and fish, becoming... Just the second restaurant with three Michelin stars to serve almost entirely plant-based food. I guess clap, maybe clap, they clap. serve cheese? I don't know. Mm, maybe they just wanted a hedge, just in case something slipped in. That's right. 
Eves recounted a time he was sent out with a ruler onto the streets of New York and told not to return until he had enough five-inch red peppers for the dish for the evening. I don't know. Well, that's just ingredient sourcing. What are you talking about? Don't return. Like, what? Come on. And the, I guess they the dish was fried peppers. peppers wrapped in Swiss chard. Two hours later, after visiting three or four Whole Foods stores, Eve returned with the peppers, only to have half of them thrown away, he says, as part of what the former colleague said was the restaurant's farm-to-trash pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? I was once a PA on a film set, and I was told to get, like, iced coffees for, like, 50 people, and it took a long time because there were 50 people, and i come in, like, carrying all these iced coffees, and the director's like, look at Mike. He sure got our iced coffee so fast. Everyone give him a big old round of applause, and they're like, yay, like, giving me this sarcastic applause because I didn't get, like, the whole crew's iced coffees fast enough. Reminds me of the Peppers. Did you I, ever get humiliated by a, a boss in your Yes, youth? yes. I had Tell a, me say, your story. If I, I actually thought about this. Uh-huh. Okay, so I was in charge of getting bagels for this production. Mm-hmm. And so I would get the bagels, and the one of the like the production manager, who they just hired like for five minutes. I was working with this company for almost a year. It was mm-hmm. Hanna-Barbera. Oh, and they were doing this production. They just hired this person and I was supposed to get like, I don't know, like three dozen bagels. So I Mm -hmm. got the bagels and I handed it to the production manager. Oh, here are the bagels because I was supposed, that was my job to get the bagels. She looked at me. She said, you didn't separate the garlic bagels. But, oh, as if it, you should have known to do that. I mean, yeah, it is a good idea to do it, but like how, you know, your sense I, to like get them. So she just looked at me, said that, and then, and then Threw them while I was standing there, she brought someone else over. It's your job to get the bagels now. Oh my God. <laughs> like the humiliation. Like as if you couldn't just learn from your one like enormous mistake and just next time separate them. Like you're permanently incompetent. It's so messed up. Like, why do these like film sets and you know these type of jobs? They they take these young like kids and they give them like heart attack level stress over fetching like food items in a rush. There's such a disparity between say like let's see the person that goes to this restaurant and gets and the the person that goes to this restaurant and pays three hundred and thirty five dollars for a tasting menu. And, and the then the person fifteen in the kitchen who has to go out with a freaking ruler to like <laughs> a bunch of stores to find the right length pepper, and then and then they get paid fifteen dollars an hour. You know the the, the person that the person that's <sighs> working that hard cannot yeah. afford to to eat at the restaurant. They can just have some of that food waste. It's just a sick world we're living in. It's a rough. What stratified it, society we're living in. What? It, what? It, you know what? You know what? I'm going to declare war on all the white tablecloth vegans. Okay, you suck. Okay, don't listen to my podcast. Oh, <laughs> you just alienated one percent of your audience. <laughs> I was probably yeah, maybe I did, but I, I you know come on man. I mean, who's going to freaking pay three hundred and thirty five dollars for their meal? I mean, maybe it's a great experience. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm over overboard, but. 
and and the, yeah, it's funny that you declared war on the customers and not on the you know the bosses of the place that like who created that environment all right all right so those customers need not to go to those places oh so that it, they's, the places don't exist anymore well they treat people badly and they yes. give veganism a bad name okay according to business insider yeah i see what you're saying i don't know and 11 other people that they interviewed that worked at that restaurant i understand yeah. it, it sucks working at restaurants it I does that. yeah no it should be a better environment yeah you know what like the one good thing is everyone's now on edge that they're going to be called out and so people watch themselves a little more yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah thank god for tiktok you know all mm. of a sudden maybe people think twice about being a jerk yeah the i mean the ruler thing look yelling at someone not cool saying we need five inch peppers whatever you're an hourly worker that's your job get the five inch peppers but with no stress no bad vibes you're just saying this is your task you're being paid to do it it's weird but like this is what we want okay no big deal the big deal is when you like yell at people and give them like a hard time over it well also saying it's farm to table and them going to whole foods to get the product yeah that well sure you didn't mention that i part. guess maybe it, it was at some farm like events, like point. at one point when it went when it got it, to Whole Foods, that's just a marketing term. What does farm to table mean? Like, sure, there's there's always steps in between the farm and the table, right? You don't pick it straight from the tree and then just uh, drone deliver it with a like delivery drone to drop it on the table. <laughs> I would like to see that. Like, it goes I'm, from I'm the sure farm. Someone- yeah, like with a drone, and then it's picked mm-hmm. by the drone. Well, no, not that. no about, refrigerator, just how, onto your table. How about the scores of people that that pick our food? That 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 under uh, the hot sun that it's handle rough. our food. Thanks, many of them undocumented. Them. Yeah, uh-huh. most of them probably undocumented. Right? Who would never go to this whatever eleven Madison sure. Park restaurant? And then, then the irony that some of this food is actually thrown away. You know, there's a lot of waste that's created through these restaurants. Yeah, of course, because a customer who's going to pay $300 expects their food to be ready in a reasonable amount of time. But how many $300 customers are there? So you're going to be basically letting a bunch of $300 plates like cool on the sidelines until someone actually buys one. Marginal cost of the $300 plate is probably like uh, $7, you know, so they can afford to flush 10 of them down the toilet to get one sold. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I can understand that um, an article like this would go viral because it has anti- the right ingredients. (laughs) It has anti-vegan sentiment in the the article. But again, if you're going to treat your employees like, whatever waste or not want not well that's not a vegan gesture you have to treat everyone no. well we don't want humans to suffer too word word so anyway uh i don't know what did you have for lunch haven't had lunch yet still only had oatmeal for breakfast uh we'll have a microwavable for lunch how about you well, you had something delicious i'm sure by the way you're turkzilla that looks good man i want a turkzilla turkzilla it's like at the county fair, those giant turkey legs that people eat at the county fair. There's like it's like brutal. They look like medieval, uh, like Friar Tuck. He's like, ah, I'm going to eat my leg. But I want yeah. that Turkzilla. Yeah, I made a giant turkey leg, and actually, you know, it's funny because I haven't eaten anything today, and it's like four o'clock, and that's, that's probably why like this is an on edge 
podcast and I'm mm-hmm. like w- losing my mind. I've just been working all to this time. I was supposed to eat something and I never got to eat anything. Um, but but the thing about the Turkzilla was people were complaining that I didn't prepare it correctly. And I'm like, I'm like, they wanted me to put barbecue sauce in between the tofu sheets. It was basically a sugar cane bone with tofu sheets that had been marinated in, in uh, mushroom stock and then but, bathed in barbecue sauce, air fried. It came out wow. perfectly. Looks and so good. And they're like, but a real turkey wouldn't have barbecue sauce infused in its meat. I guess maybe if you inject it with a with a injector, I guess. Have you heard that that um Ween song where it's like I want to sell you a chicken with poison interlaced with the meat? Yes, that's called uh, Buenos Tardes. Yeah. I know no I, I know Ween pretty well. But anyway, so <laughs> I got like all these people commenting that I didn't prepare this correctly. And so I've just put up a new post saying, Look, I marinated the, the 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 tofu skin. There was a lot of flavor in the, the interlaced with the meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you want to make your own Turkzilla, you can go ahead and do it. Don't have you yeah. don't have to sit on your armchair. You don't have to sit on your. You can go ahead. Peanut and make Gallery it is and making demands. It. Yeah, and then someone um, said. You know, you seem a little passive aggressive. <laughs> no, you're just aggressive. <laughs> I don't know. I said, passive. I said yes. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But anyway, th- th- the road to Duncan. Yeah, the road to five million likes is, is very rough. In dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> For your five million likes, you have to get twenty million dislikes. <laughs> <laughs>